Chris recap. We're back. John DeJulius. Great guy. Awesome job. Dude. It was good stuff. So energetic. I mean, fun. we were just saying, like, the, he he carries himself very well. Yeah. He's been speaking for 15, 20 years, you know, in, in front of thousands of people. He's just got the energy, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And not one point in that conversation did I feel like, where's this going to go now? Like, I don't, like, we went, he always said, like, hey, rabbit holes. We'll just go down rabbit holes. And we did that. And more of a conversation. Yeah. It, it was awesome. Yeah. He, um, again, dude, I, I just think, uh, kind of aligning with our other guests as well, just the fact that he, mainly his speaking, he just kind of fell into it. Where, you know, he said some people asked him to speak around in Cleveland, and all of a sudden he was getting inquiries to speak outside of it. Then it became a paid thing. Now all of a sudden he has a company, the Julius Group, and he's going around and he's the customer service guru, right? Mm-hmm. And he really kind of is. I mean, he's, I would say he took that industry. You know, by the horns and kind of ran with it. Ten X it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, to the point now where the DeJulius Group, you know, we didn't talk a ton about the companies he has worked with before. I mean, the man has spoken to like the headquarters of Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, Carnival Cruise, mm-hmm. uh, Renaissance Hotel, the mm-hmm. Ritz Carlton downtown, yep. um, Chick Fil A, US I mean, those are uh, New Day, New Day Morning, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. That's right. You know, I mean, the CTI uh, uh, Physical Therapy Group out of Chicago. Like, absolutely. Did we just have something fall? <laughs> that thing just fell. That's hilarious. Oh. Uh, I owe Amy 100 bucks now. <laughs> well, I owe her a cu- You're at like 500 bucks, dude. <laughs> it was a one time. It cut off after one. It cut okay. off after one. At least I, you, I hope that was in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a verbal thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, uh, right. no, you're right. I mean, he, he's been able to... Like he, when he was making 45 grand back in the nineties and he was comfortable, he's making great money. And, but he had that entrepreneurial itch just like Matt Harris, just like Zach Buckeye. Um, when they were like, I'm going to take my passion and run with it. That was more so Matt, but he had that entrepreneurial spirit. Zach also had the entrepreneurial spirit, but didn't know what platform he wanted to build it on until all of a sudden it just came right to him. The brownies. Then he's like, dude, I could make money off this. And now he's doing well. Mm-hmm. John didn't really know what he wanted to get into. He was managing a baseball team and was like, I like this stuff. I like being able to be in the one in control and, you know, schedule and, you know, you go here and we're doing this and that. And he was running a team at that time was his like essentially first business, I guess you could say. Um, and then you fast forward to the salons and he's like, listen, we don't have big advertising. We don't have deep pockets. We're not a well-known name, but the one thing we can control is our customer service. And that's huge advice to anybody like in sales or starting a business. Like, yeah, you may not be able to have inherit a ton of money into the business, but the thing you can control is, hey, how can I make the customer a repeat customer? And that starts with that customer service. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was interesting how like the aspect of the no marketing he really relies on and he still doesn't the, the word of mouth yeah like verbal which honestly got i think more than if somebody says hey dominic you got to go check this place out i'm more apt to do it and more inclined to do it than just seeing the ad as i'm shuffling through instagram or facebook or as i look at it on tv right in between you know timeouts at the browns game right mm-hmm. You're watching you see an ad for something if somebody goes to me and says you should go check this place out. Oh, I'm looking for this. Okay, hey, you should call my guy over here. You should, you should go look, go see this woman at this place or this and that. I am way more inclined, I feel like, to do it. So making sure 
that you are that person's memorable moment. I like how he brought that up with that physical therapy group as well. That's their mantras, like be the person's memorable moment. For DeJulius, like in the John Roberts hair salon studios, to be that individual's, that woman or that man's memorable moment for that day to the point where they then go out to somebody else and tell three to four or five other people and then it just keeps trickling down, that's the greatest advertisement you can have. You know, and I think that's why he also has never had to do that is because of the fact that he has such a great experience that he is that memorable moment in the day to the point where people will go out and brag about it. So Chris, remind our viewers again who it is we are and what we do. Hey guys, both Dominic and I are loan officers here at Liberty Home Mortgage. So if you or anyone you know is looking to purchase or refinance a home, please email us at the Elevate Clee podcast at gmail.com. Subject line, looking to purchase or refinance a home. Email's in the description. He was talking about Tesla being just having that experience is like, hey, we don't, they don't mark, you don't see commercials for Tesla. You know what I mean? They just have an amazing brand. And I was and I was thinking about it a little bit after, but a friend of a friend who bought it, uh, a friend of a friend who bought a Tesla, like when you go buy a Tesla, you are you like they treat you very well there. Like when mm-hmm. you're gonna go and buy, like they let you test drive it, and you know you're able to just you know ask a ton of questions. Like a lot of other places, I guess. But the te- the the car itself is an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I guess that does resonate with a lot of people. Like. Dude, I just got a Tesla. You got to try it out. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I, I kind of want a Tesla now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're semi-affordable. I mean, it's not like they're crazy. You think you hear about Tesla in this night, you would think it's such more of an expensive car, mm-hmm. but it's really not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he brings up uh, what well, he, um, uh, John brought up, we do the un, so don't, don't quote me, but he said the unconventional mm-hmm. is what we try to, mm-hmm. is what we try to make our norm or something along the lines, you know? So like Apple. Like we want someone, we don't have any places to sit. There's no places, you go to a John Roberts salon, there's no places to sit. You can see our products all on the wall and you don't come do the receptionist. The receptionist comes to you. Dude, you're treated like royalty, mm-hmm. you know? Like why wouldn't I want to go back to a place that treats me so well? Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would feel like, like a very terrible person if someone treated me this well, like that, you know, the Disneyland effect. Like these people are treating me so well, like I matter. They, these people, like, they know my dog's name. They know that I, I'm a wrestling coach. They know this, that, the other thing. Why wouldn't I go back there? I would feel like a terrible person if I didn't give yeah. them more money. Just because you know? how you feel walking out of the place. Exactly, yeah. yeah. How you feel walking out of the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's amazing the, the stuff that he's been able to implement, like, just into that specific area of business as well, and then how he just kind of became the guru on it. Like, I was so intrigued to just better understand like what what happened? Like what happened in the mindset or just what it is he implemented in the salons early on that all of a sudden set him apart to be that kind of person? And I think it was honestly, it, maybe not even the fact of, it, I honestly think it was just his understanding of, okay, hey, as you said, uh, the one thing I can focus on is the customer experience. Let me just really focus on that and pull from other places. So he said like, you know, if a, if a salon company comes to him right now, he won't necessarily take advice from them. I mean, he'll hear it out, but he won't take advice from it to implement mm-hmm. because he wants that unconventional. Yes. So they open up their new salon. They say, okay, well, Apple does it this way. And when you go into an Apple store, it is kind of crazy. It's like very engaging. Yes. Let's do that. Yes. And look how it works, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, I also have to imagine too, his hiring process is probably tough. I mean, you go through like a lot of stuff because you have to meet their specific standards to know that if on your bad day, are you still going to be able to rise to the occasion to make that person that's sitting in your chair, receiving the hair treatment, 
feel like it's their memorable moment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why is, and that's kind of what I asked that question yesterday. I was like, do you think it's more difficult to hire and train these, you know, millennials, the biggest workforce today into a customer service um, industry um, as opposed to now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, yes, even though we are so connected, I mean, we were talking a little bit about social media and everything and, and the pros and cons of it and how interconnected we can be. So yes, like even though we're more connected as a society, I wonder how difficult it is just for like for the average person to be able to connect, you know, with another, with a client like that. That's why I would kind of ask that question because I didn't know how much, how much, more difficult it's gotten over the years. As far as what again? As far as like getting getting the right candidates to be employees, you know, because yeah. I don't know if it's like I. It's just my assumption, like with millennials, stuff, with millennials yeah. like mm-hmm. oh, it's harder to connect to people because everything is done over the internet, you know. See, here's the thing though, and I know Gary, like Gary V, argues this big time, and I don't necessarily think. And I was gonna ask this question, but I, but then like I didn't, I couldn't figure out how exactly to. That. We just, I think we just had somebody drop a 300-pound deadlift out there. Well, we have the weight we have room. The weight, room. Yeah, the right weight room's literally, like, viewers. right there. It's so. literally outside of this wall with a wrestling mat right there as well. But uh, nonetheless, um, you know, like, I, Gary V says this all the time, too. Like, oh, my God, these millennials are so wrapped up in their phones, whatever, this, this, and that. Like, first of all, it's just the way things are now. Sure. I, I, truthfully, I don't think there's a way to change it unless the, until the new thing comes out because this was the new thing that came out and people adapted. Also, at the your same brain. time, that's right. <laughs> and also, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like I, I don't think that we're less connected. I think people are more connected. Again, you were just talking about the fact that you have a, a German tutor. You're you're picking up on German. That's one of the new things you're trying to implement. Is you want to invest in yourself, and part of that is learning German to keep your mind going. Mm-hmm. Your 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 teachers where, not up the road. Yeah, not at Hondros, right? Right over Cologne, here. Yeah, building. Cologne, Cologne, they, Germany. They are in Germany. How's to say that that's not a that's that's bad? You're not getting the right connection. Sure, you don't see the person face to face, and you're not shaking their hand and yes. feeling their touch. That's connection, man. We're we're more connected than ever. I feel like, and I don't, and I think these millennials are getting bad reps. Listen, you had insult, like you had people who were bad socially and awkward all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very very slimmer group of individuals who deal with severe social issues to the point where like they don't want to step outside and not talk to you unless it's through Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. I think people are more connected than ever. I encounter some of these high schools and, and or like these high schoolers and younger kids and this and that. I see it in my sisters who are younger and still in sure. high school college. These people are more inclined to talk to more people than I ever was. Yeah. And I was raised to talk to always go up, shake people's hands, say hello, to be very sociable. My parents were very sociable people when they were together. I was always raised that way. I feel like they're more connected now because of social media. You know, so I would make the argument that like Yes. I don't necessarily believe that we're less connected. I do agree. It's, you know, we're talking to borrowers on the other end of a cell phone where it used to be they come into the office. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. But I don't know if that. And I, see I, know, I know what away. you mean. Because you know there are a lot of people. So Robert Greene, he wrote uh, 40 Laws of Power. Um, and he also he talks about uh, in the laws of human, human nature. He talks about uh, generational narcissism. Right. So every generation above you is going to have bad things to say about the ones after you just because they're like you could literally he and he talks about they talk they he got these ancient texts from like Babylon mm-hmm. when they had like it was just like this old man writing 
And again, don't quote me, but it said something along the lines like, I fear for this for the generation for this generation after me, they're gonna be the the the, the destruction of our civilization, and blah blah blah. And then he ends it. And that was like thousands of years ago and human society is still flourishing. So I think there's always gonna be that generational narcissism where mm-hmm. you're always like Oh, like these people, like oh, like these kids, like they—they're so disrespectful. They're so bad, blah blah blah. But like, you know, put themselves, put yourself in their shoes. They've been growing up like with—they've had to deal with all the you know school shootings. Uh, yeah, we haven't had to do with—we haven't had any wars that we've had to deal with necessarily, like World War One, Two, mm-hmm. Korean War, so on and so forth. But again, there's a lot of societal issues we have to deal with school shootings we have to deal with we just you know we're still essentially in a pandemic Mm -hmm. so a lot of things that obviously we're dealing with that are difficult Mm -hmm. but again it's that generational narcissism where hey that's not that tough blah 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 and i think that's like a bad way to think i think if anything i would just rather see that generation say oh social media plays more of a, a negative impact on their mental health than it does their social connectivity because i don't think that's that's a good way that's a good way to put it i don't think it you know I, again, I think we're more connected than ever, and the fact that you can reach people now like through Zooms is incredible. And not have to go sit in their house and this and that. Okay, yes. Are you losing a sense of that human of that connect? Game? Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. You are hundred percent. You're connecting with more people, but I also still think too, people find ways to connect in that regard. Just seeing face to face helps, right? Like yeah. You don't necessarily have to be in person. Trust me, I get it. If I can meet every client in person, I think that would be way better. I think I would win over more clients. Um, but could you reach as many clients though? You couldn't. That's the thing, right? You're not going to reach yeah. somebody in North Carolina as you are able to just get them on the phone, you know. So yeah. But what about what? What are like one or two top of mind key takeaways that made you feel like you know how excited you are about the fact that he came on? Uh, dude, he just had so much good stuff to say. Mm-hmm. Like the video, like that just gives me that that gives me the re- um, it reaffirms my belief that what we're doing is, is we're on the right path. So when he goes, hey, got you know, oh, he yeah, goes a video, video here. Yeah. Hey, John, Jim, whatever, Merry Christmas. It was, a, you know, I'm, I'm super glad we were able to help you out earlier this year. Um, if you guys ever need anything or know anyone who's looking to purchase or refinance a home gay, please give me a call. You know what I mean? That's it. Instead of, hey, I'm going to write them a card, blah, 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 send it out. Just because, like, that's, I think, I, I personally, personally, I would, I would rather have a video if I'm thinking about me, like if I'm a client, like I, like I bought a car last year and if the, you know, it's a car salesman, if he wrote me a card versus he texted me a video of himself saying, you know, Hey Chris, you know, glad we were able to help you out. I hope you had a great 2021, all the, the all the stuff. I would personally, I personally would find the video more impactful than the card because the card i'm gonna probably throw away eventually yeah right <laughs> you know what i mean but the video you feel like wow this person unless there's like a 50 dollar gift card in there so, yeah you know? <laughs> yeah right and you go use it um yeah no i agree with you i agree with you i think what that's about a good you point. yeah i think it's a very good point um i mean i've done the video texting thing before too i think it works you know again you do you still do it no i don't i why again not? i broke off with it just because i i got this weird inclination that like some people were, uh, that's why you asked yeah that. yeah, yeah that, that i remember that were like uh, i don't know i don't know you think I it's again? Up. Do you think it's a generational thing? Like, okay, I wouldn't do this to fucking sixty-year-old grandma. Like, you know. Yeah, right. But right. maybe I do it sure, to. Like, who the hell is this guy? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could just. Well, be how my long did you mind. do it for? 
Uh, nothing long to brag about. Probably a month. I was doing it consistently. It's maybe you need six months of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe now's a good time to do it because it's the holidays and you have an yeah. excuse. Mm-hmm. I might do. I'll, I'll probably end up doing it at least try to for like a couple customers and I'm not huge on it either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something different that yeah. I haven't really thought of that I don't know could work. I don't know. I think it does. I think it certainly. So why you got got to keep doing it, man? Yeah. I got to hold you accountable we'll next see. time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll see. But uh, no, top of mind for me, one, I think his communication style is awesome. I mean, the guy came in here and was right away very comfortable with us and, you know, made his presence known. Um, that obviously comes from many years of speaking. You know, he's been doing it for 15 plus years, you know, 10 plus years, 12 plus years speaking. Exactly. You know, these major yeah. companies, you know. So I think one that like his delivering, you know, his deliverance of, of his message and this and that, just how he was very conversational with us. I really, really enjoyed having him on as just being in the room with him. But also just as far as like the tips and the insight and everything that he gave just through his conversation. Um, I, like I got to be honest, even just reading his book has helped me with interactions just in my day-to-day life, not even sales. And that's one thing I tell Matt Lovetak, our, our Sandler sales uh, trainer here. He's going to be on next week. Yeah, he's coming on next week. And we'll dive more or deeper into it with him. And like I tell him when, you know, hey, when you're up in front of us talking, if I ever call you and I have a question specifically or shoot you an email, I'm asking you communication advice for all of life. I don't look at sales as me selling somebody. It's communication. How can I help convince somebody that making the decision to go with me is the right decision, right? Just as it's, you have to yeah. have the ability to sell people on. And I, and there's a video that I listened to. Uh, Earl Nightingale says this. He's like, the level of your success is, is oftentimes determined in business on your level of success and being able to convince people of your hopes, your dreams, your goals, mm-hmm. of what it is your mm-hmm. ideas are, mm-hmm. of what your mm-hmm. business model is, et cetera, right? So I think that's very important. One, you back it up with a lot of passion. That man has it. But a lot of the stuff that he has said in his book, um, it has, again, has helped me a lot in just day-to-day interactions with people, not necessarily just being on the phone talking to clients. Ford. Yeah. I think you, you, could use, you could use Ford for, and in, in the book he says, hey, dad, thanks for, or, uh, Johnny, he go who we. I, I'd love to have Johnny on the podcast. We should get him. Oh, we do. His son Johnny Julius. Johnny would be awesome. Um, but in the book, he goes. Uh, Johnny goes when he goes to college. Dad, thanks for teaching me Ford. I've got a lot of girls from it. Yeah, <laughs> it's an easy way to meet girls or something like that. He said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, a, a jokes aside, um, yeah, using Ford in anything mm-hmm. is going to be able to because that's what people want. Like. People want to talk about that. They want to talk about their family. Maybe not Maybe not necessarily they want to talk about all four subjects, but very likely they want to talk about two, and they're very passionate about two. You know what I mean? So maybe they don't want to talk so much about their family, but maybe they really love what they do in their occupation. They really want to talk about their occupation and dreams. Um, and, but maybe they don't have recreation. So maybe it's just occupation and dreams they want to talk about. All right, well, you know, Johnny or John DeJulius talks about, hey, listen, you as as someone who works for the DeJulius group, when you go ahead and we do, um, you know, meet new clients, you're literally required, is what he said, to remember two of the four, two of the four of the uh, of Ford, and remember that, and then bring that back up later, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, maybe I don't do it as much as I should, but definitely I think the realization, just re- the realization of how important that is. Definitely yeah. should carry that more. Where I've noticed it has helped me in the past like month or two is going into 
more so public settings to where maybe I don't know everybody there, right? I'm in a room that's maybe a little bit more uncomfortable because I'm, I'm not the one that knows everybody in that room or there's a majority of people that I don't know and I'm with a small group of people I do know, right? You have to branch out and obviously talk to other people this and that. Not that that's a difficult thing, but it at least helps where sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, shit, what do I bring up to this person? Like, I hopefully they have something to say because yeah. I'm getting to that point where I can just go sit over there and watch the game and be cool and done and not have to talk to anybody. But it has helped me just like, and again, all it is is asking questions and perspective taking, like with Matt, what, what Matt Lebtak, you know talks to us about. And he brought that up. You know, as you're going through, a lot of people just think, oh, let me just take the application, right? Like a lot of sales type individuals are saying, oh, let me take the application. That's what their questions are guided on versus she just told you that she's a widow. Her husband died 10 years ago. She's Get collecting into Social Security yeah, from him. Acknowledge still it. For her kids. Acknowledge that. Oh, no kidding. I'm sorry to hear that happen. What was your, what was your husband like? You know what I'm saying? All it is is asking questions, acknowledging something, putting yourself into their shoes. Man, that that must be hard. I'm sorry to hear that, Susan. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was your husband like? Mm-hmm. That right there, you th- you didn't even do that much. All you did was ask a question, give somebody the time of day, and took a little perspective taking. That person likes you so much more because you made them feel good. They're going to remember that's, that. That's how it is, and people remember how you make them feel. Dude, 100%. Mm-hmm. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Elevate Cleveland podcast. Dominic, wrap it up for us. As Chris stated at the beginning of this podcast, we are licensed loan originators for the best mortgage company in the land. That is Liberty Home Mortgage. Guys, if you or anybody you know is looking to purchase or refinance a home, doesn't doesn't matter if you've done this one, 10, or 100 times, call us, email us. The email is in the description below. Reach out to that email in the subject line, put looking to purchase slash refinance a home, whatever it is your goal is, Chris and I will reach out to you within 24 hours and we look forward to helping you with whatever it is your specific home goal is. Thank you. I think uh, moving forward, we just got to do more more of that, more, more of the forward, more just being able to make people feel like that. I think to couple from what like the networking part, you know, how we wanted to do more networking in 2022. Yep. Couple that, I guess, like, dude, that that should definitely be a tool we utilize. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything else, if anything else, going into a situation, just think, all right, I can at least go ahead and do, go go through my Ford with this person. That's right. And I think that kind of gives a little anxiety, kind of takes a little anxiety away from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's like, ah, oh, what do I talk about? All right, well, they're talking about. We'll go down this rabbit hole. Right away, have something to talk but about. But then, then in case it does, like, goes blank a little. All right, let's talk about this or this or yeah. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. You right. You have like your your questions to go right away. You know, a guy who, uh, as like a side note, and this will be my final point. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of people who like would listen to this would know who it is. I don't know if you do on social media. This guy named Vic Blends. That's mm-hmm. like his tag. He's this like uh, 21 or 20 year old barber from Atlanta, and he goes around and he blew up on social media from going around Atlanta, like the the city of Atlanta, and just giving people haircuts on the street for and, free. For free. Oh, yeah, really? hey, can, he'd walk up and say, hey, man, can I cut your hair for free? Whatever, and this and that. And, he would, and these people would do it. He'd pop out a chair, and it, it's being filmed. And the way this man asks questions, I, I strongly urge you to go and look after this at his page and follow him. Um, I'd love to have him on. I think he's too big now, though. you got to go through, like, a booking agency and stuff. But, um, what it, you know, he'll be like, so what do you do? Oh, I'm an artist. I do this, this, and that. What inspired you to get into that? What made you take the leap of faith to going towards that to just suddenly to do something else? Like the way he asks those specific questions, I look at too. I'm like, damn, this kid's good. Like he's real good. You can go, you can go up and talk to anybody on that, and that is so true because people really do like to talk about themselves. It was a Jerry Seinfeld stand-up bit. He said that, like, let people talk. 
People love to talk about themselves. Let them talk. That's what they care about. And when you give somebody the opportunity to talk about them and you're just got, you are in control of the conversation. What do they always teach us in sales? That's actually right. 80-20. Right. Yeah. The person, the person who is asking the most questions is guiding the conversation. You're the mm-hmm. one that's in control. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's 20, 20% talking, 80% listening. Yep. Right? So that's my, that's that it. is my two cents on it. Awesome guest. I look forward next week to having Matt Lovetech. I don't know if you have any wrap up uh, comments here, but uh, no, I'm great time, man. I, you know, we're at episode five now and gotta say, man, like just super grateful to be able to do this with you and, mm-hmm. and we're, we're killing it. I know we're not fucking 10,000 views yet. <laughs> we're getting there. We'll be. I think we're at like a hundred, hundred, averaging a hundred or something. Averaging a hundred that, I mean, that's amazing. Good stuff to start. You know what I mean? Good stuff to start. So, at least that's what I'm told. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. But uh, no, overall, great time, man. Super fun. Uh, we have our, our link all set up now, right? That we'll start plugging into each and every video. Absolutely. Just as a reminder, guys, you know, Dominic and I are mortgage loan officers here at Liberty Home Mortgage, where our company's licensed in 43 states. So if you or anyone you know is looking to purchase or refinance a home, um, I'm sure I'm sure you guys could put maybe a link on the screen or something, but the link is also in the description. It's our application. So again... It's free consultation. If you just want to have a conversation, you don't think you can qualify, well, Dominic and I will get in touch with you at least within 24 hours. Yep. We do a good job. I think so. I think so. I confidently say so. I know. I know so. I know so as well. (laughs) Yeah. So thanks. uh, Yep. Appreciate all of our viewers. Thank you. And uh, as we always say, like, subscribe, share it. Make sure you share it with somebody. One person, you never know whose hands it ultimately ends up in. What information they take from this as advice, how they implement it into their life, and how they maybe have an impact on the world in changing this this crazy place around a little bit. So until next time, appreciate you all.